declutter takes up so much space in our homes, minds, time, and eventually our landfills. We live in a world that has shaped us into consumers on a planet that can't sustain the consumption. I am Steph Maguire, and the Sort It Out Sustainably podcast is here for the nature freaks and freaks of nature who want to rebel from the consumerist culture and create a more intentional life. I'm on a mission to help you be surrounded by the things that you love and to let go of the things that you don't. I'm all about creating simplicity, sustainability and joy in your home so that you can live a life closer to your full potential. Hi friends, I'm just jumping on here to give a little bit of an apology before this episode starts. The audio of this episode is not the best quality. The content of the episode is great, but I recorded this episode during some rain. It was raining at the time. I thought it wasn't um, affecting the quality of the audio, but it is a little bit fuzzy wuzzy, you know? I'm not going to re-record it and put my assistant through the pain of editing it again, so that's just the way it is. Anyway, I hope you get some good takeaways that you can take from today's episode. Hello, hello, hello. Can you tell I'm excited about this episode? We're talking about organizing on a budget. This is a fun subject for me because you, like me, have probably seen either on Pinterest and Instagram and magazines or shows amongst other places, perfectly aesthetically pleasing organized homes and wanted to recreate them for yourself. But then when seeing how expensive all the products are to organize, You realize it's going to cost you hundreds of dollars per cupboard and give up before you start. So if you want to know how to organize on a budget, I got you. Keep listening. My first tip is to do with the stuff that you want to organize. Organizing items that don't serve you is just organizing clutter. You want to declutter first. Some people confuse mess with clutter. I define clutter as the stuff that's not actually serving you. You can organize clutter, but the lack of intentionality is going to be hard to maintain it. You'll also be spending more money and time organizing it all. And then when you're done, it's still not going to serve you the best to access all the stuff that does serve you in amongst the clutter. This is why you want to get really intentional with the stuff that you're choosing to keep before going out and buying organizing supplies. Your wallet will thank you for it. My second tip is repurposing what you already have. You might have specific organizing gear like boxes, baskets, trays, or anything else like that. And you might already have items that can be repurposed into storage solutions. You can use boxes things have come in, like shoe boxes. Phone packaging works amazing for organizing small things in drawers, like iPhone boxes. You can even use tissue boxes and cut the top of them and use them as drawer separators for clothes. Whatever. I feel that recycled cardboard boxes, even though they're not aesthetically pleasing themselves, 
using them in organization will lead to a more aesthetically pleasing look of your possessions because you can keep your possessions more organized. You can reuse jars in the pantry or even in other areas of your house as well, like putting smaller craft items in or stuff like that. Using what you already have in your house will literally cost you zero dollars. If you don't have everything you want to organize with, you might have to buy some stuff. The best tip I can give you for saving money while buying stuff is to not buy what won't work for you, which sounds obvious. In other words, know what you're looking for and the best thing you can do is measure your space and the items that you're organizing. It can be really easy to go out and buy a bunch of organizing gear to come home and realize that it doesn't fit properly. In my decluttering course, I provide my students with an interactive checklist and it has a section in each category for them to list dimensions of storage, which when they're looking online or at the shops, they can just whip out their phone and have all the dimensions around their house organized and accessible. If you're organizing all by yourself without my course, I recommend simulating that with even just a list on your phone notes. So where to actually buy stuff without spending a fortune. Buying secondhand, you'll not only make a more sustainable choice, you'll probably be paying less. If you can, look at your secondhand options like op shops, flea markets, online on Facebook Marketplace, Gumtree or Craigslist. If you're in America, which surprisingly half of my listeners are, you probably find it funny that Australia's version of Craigslist is called Gumtree. Anyway, they're all the main places that you can find secondhand options online. The downsides to secondhand are that your options are limited by what's available where you're looking. So if you go to an op shop, they might only have a handful of different pieces of organizing equipment and it's very likely that it might not be exactly what you need. So there's a lot more shopping around involved compared to just going into a shop and having a whole array of items to choose from. It's also hard to find items that match for the same reasons that I just spoke about. And it's a little bit less convenient to look for items at several locations or spending a lot of time searching online. I have definitely picked up many secondhand items for my home organizing over the years for usually a few dollars. Boxes, drawers, hanging wardrobe storage, baskets, cases, you name it. It can work going all secondhand if you're taking a slow approach to getting all the right stuff. Like you can totally declutter and organize using temporary gear like bags and cardboard boxes to contain the different categories until the right long-term solution comes along. If I'm doing organizing work with a client, we're usually trying to get organizing gear in like 24 hours and I've never shopped secondhand for those. I'll help them find items cheaply at accessible shops. So where are these cheap items? The cheapest supplies you'll find would be at stores like Kmart, Big W, cheap variety stores, Daisyo, that Japanese place, Ikea is also really great. If you're on a budget, you might also want to avoid shops like Howard Storage 
Target can be a little bit more expensive than Big W and Kmart. And Maya and David Jones, I probably wouldn't even step a foot inside. Online shopping, you have a lot of options too. It can sometimes be a hassle waiting for postage, especially if it's being sent internationally. And sending one cheap item internationally doesn't really sit well with me sustainability-wise. Also, if you're in America, there's a website created by another professional organizer over there called findorganizersthatfit.com. I wish we had this in Australia. You can search all of the major online and in-person stores on the one website to find organizing gear filtered by size, material, and color, and all of that. I would love that website to be here in Australia, but it's not, unfortunately. Anyway, similar products can immensely vary in cost. You could find a similar plastic tub at Kmart for $5 and somewhere else it's $20. I'm all for quality, but sometimes the cheap version is just as likely to last as long as the other options. Like, plastic is plastic. There's only so much durability that can be added to a plastic box. You might be taken back by me suggesting getting plastic tubs, so I want to share my perspective on this. Being more organized helps with sustainability. So what I mean by this is having the odd plastic tub here and there that you'll use for 10 plus years can easily be more beneficial than it is harmful. If you have your pantry organized and it supports you in cooking from scratch all the time using whole foods, that's gonna be more beneficial environmentally. The same goes with having an organized wardrobe where you're less likely to overconsume fast fashion because you never feel like you have anything to wear. And anywhere else in the house, the same principles can be applied to. Some hard plastic that will last years and be able to be cleaned easy if it's helping your day-to-day -day life with more intentionality, joy, and sustainability, it's okay in my book. If you can find a long-lasting product to work the same that's made from an eco-friendly material, even better. Cool. Anyway, cheap stuff. In general, shopping around gives you more of a chance finding the most suitable products at the best price. It's annoying and it can be time-consuming, but if you're on a budget, it's worth it. Open a few tabs on your computer with stores that you have easy access to, like one for Kmart, one for Ikea, one for Big W, whatever, and you can compare options. This can take way less time than going to four different stores in person at the shopping center. I have one final piece of advice. When you see on Pinterest or even Instagram these immaculately pretty organized spaces, it's not always realistic to recreate them. Firstly, most of those photos are staged, meaning they're not actual, real people's homes. It's like a photo shoot in a new or recently renovated home, with usually a pretty penny's worth of organizing supplies and the stuff that's in them is not real. Like when you see a linen cupboard beautifully organized, often what you're seeing is all white linens, and you probably don't have all white linens. My linen cupboard could never look like one of those photos, although it's well organized. I live in a 1970s house and the shelves are dodgy as shit and I've got brown paper lining them. 
I could probably recontact them, but it's working fine for me at the moment and I'm just in a rental. And even when or if I do, it's not going to be Pinterest inspo worthy just on the aesthetics. I watched a YouTube video once where another professional organizer was commenting on an episode of Get Organized by The Home Edit on Netflix and she tallied up the total cost of organizing the garage they did and it was like two or three hundred dollars. It's great to get inspiration from shows and photos and magazines and stuff, but if you're on a budget, you might not be able to achieve that full-on wow factor that people want to share photos of on the internet, you know? But it doesn't matter. If you have a home where all your stuff is serving you, and it's all organized in a way that's functional and brings you joy, you are winning. I've organized my home on very little cash. And the number one factor that's allowed me to do this is minimizing my belongings to just the ones that actually make my life better. I hope you can take tips and ideas from what I shared today and feel more confident in organizing your home on a budget. That's everything I have to share in this episode, so I'll catch you in the next one. Thanks so much for listening to the entirety of this podcast episode. I love helping you create a life of more joy, more time, more sustainability, more simplicity and intentionality by inspiring you to live with less mindless consumption and less waste. I'm here to help and if you click subscribe to this podcast, you should see a new episode about every week. I have a bunch of previous episodes that might help you and a bunch more cooking. Be sure to be following me on Instagram where I like to have fun with Instagram reels and I pop into stories to chat sometimes too. I also have some free tools you can check out like my PDF for 10 questions to ask yourself when decluttering to help you make decisions where you're getting stuck and a quiz that you can take to tell you what type of minimalist you are so that you can get some personalized tips to help you along your journey. I have an $11 minimalism mini course with a big sustainability focus. It can be done in just a few hours over a weekend. That's why I called it the Radical Shift Weekend. And if you're interested in completely revolutionizing your relationship with stuff by decluttering your entire home, I have a course for that too. It's called Cut Clutter and Cultivate Joy. The waitlist for my whole house decluttering course is in the show notes of this episode, along with everything else I mentioned. I wish you the best day or night wherever you are. My name is Steph. And if you're subscribed to the Sorted Out Sustainably podcast, I'll chat to you next week.